the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redland and the Steve Hardy Patriots. My usual co-host, Don Dix, is off today. I think he's back in Belize house hunting. You know, you gotta have gotta have that escape hatch open and ready to go. Uh, joining, replacing Don for the day is Linda Forsyth of Sea Vine News Network, and you can find her good work at c-vine.com. And we are most pleased to have back as one of our favorite guests. Maybe we should say the favorite guest, so we don't offend him. Evan Sayet, who is a unique combination of both a political comedian and a serious political commentator and speech writer. And maybe he'll tell us who some of the people he's written speeches for. His speech to the Heritage Foundation uh, has more views, I think, than any other speech ever at that uh, that institution. His article, I'm sure we're going to discuss, he fights on Town Hall. I think it's one of the most read articles on Town Hall. And his latest book is The Woke Supremacy. We'll be getting into all those things. Welcome to the show, Evan. Thanks, Greg. Always good to be with you. So we'll start with the latter, which I'm sure is, you know, most know, freshest on your mind is the woke supremacy. And then, like, this, you, this came out last August or September, and we, we certainly see wokeism on the ascendancy. What, what is your book about? Well, it's, it's my argument, and, and I think definitively made, that the woke movement, wokeism, is actually a supremacist movement akin to uh, the other supremacist movements that have caused humanity so much suffering. You know, whether it's the Democratic Party supremacist movement of, of white supremacy in the Old South, whether it was Aryan supremacy in Nazi Germany, whether it's Islamicist supremacy in, in the Islamicist states and, and, and uh, movements like ISIS and Hamas, Hezbollah and Al-Qaeda, and 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 the Marxist supremacist movement, that wokeism, you know, the, the hallmark of a supremacy is not that there's bigotry, not that there's prejudice, not that there's injustice. This is true of any and every society to one degree or another. What makes a movement a supremacist movement is the conviction that all rights, privileges, and protections belong only to those who possess what I call the supreme trait. So in Nazi Germany, the supreme trait was Arianism. If you possessed this supreme trait, you were entitled to all the rights, privileges, and protections of Nazi society. All others were to be fully disempowered and forever silenced. In uh, the Islamist supremacist movement, the supreme trait is extreme devotion before 6th century Muhammad. Those who possess this trait are entitled to all the rights, privileges, and protections of Islamist society. All others are to be fully disempowered and forever silenced. Well, in the woke supremacist movement, only those who are woke are to be entitled to such freedoms as freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, freedom of association, due process, even the right to hold a job in the woke supremacist movement will belong only to those who are woke. All others are to be fully disempowered and forever silenced. Sounds a little bit like communism. Well, Marxism and communism is, in fact, a supremacist movement. You know, because of the history of the Democratic Party in America, to whom race has always been critical to the theory behind their policies. Race was critical to the theory behind the Democratic Party policy of slavery. Race was critical to the theory behind the Democratic Party policy of Indian removal. Race was critical to the theory behind the Democratic Party policy of interning the Japanese, and race remains critical to the theory behind Democratic Party policy today. Because of the history of the Democratic Party in America, we tend to associate supremacist movements with race. 
But the reality is that there are that history is chock full of supremacist movements, almost none of them where race was the determinant of the supreme trait. And in fact, along with the woke supremacists today, there are two other major supremacist movements allied with, in kinship with the woke supremacists, but to whom race is not the determining factor. One of them, as I said earlier, is the Islamicist supremacist movement, where the supreme trait is based on creed, not race. The other is the Marxist supremacist movement, where the supreme trait is based not on race, not on class. I'm sorry, not on race or, or, or creed, but on class. So the supreme trait does not have to do necessarily with a physical trait. It can be a creed, it can be a class, or it can be a physical trait. So, Evan, do you think that these people really believe this multiple of genders? You can choose, you pick and choose your gender. America is really a systemically racist country. Do they believe all this stuff? Or is this just a strategy and means of undermining the culture and psychological warfare on the people so they can get power? Yeah, in, in, in every supremacist movement, and, and I write about this in my original book, The Kindergarten of Eden, How the Modern Liberal Thinks, which has turned out to be sort of an unintentional prequel to, to the woke supremacy, that there are the true believers, and then there are what I call the, the mindless foot soldiers who have simply been so fully steeped in, so wholly surrounded by, and so totally denied the opportunity to entertain any other point of view that they do, in fact, believe these things, not because they've thought them through, but quite the opposite. They believe these things as, as simply givens without giving these things even a moment's uh, thought. And if you look at those who are being produced by the madrasas, if you look at those who are produced through through Hitler's schools, the the the, the Hitler youth, if you look at those who have been produced through the young, who were young pioneers in 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 Leninist Russia, and if you look at those being produced now by the equivalent in the woke supremacist movement, most people don't believe any of these things uh, as a matter of thought through doctrine. It is simply they have embraced. They repeat, they embrace, they repeat, and they support the orthodoxies and the narratives of the supremacy because they've just never heard or been allowed to hear nor entertained any other point of view. You know, one, one of the reasons we have a hard time thinking about wokeism as a supremacist movement is because we tend to associate other supremacist movements with their monsters. You know, and, and whatever you think of Nancy Pelosi, she's not Adolf Hitler. Whatever you think of uh, Chuck Schumer, he, he, he's not Mengele. But the problem is the vast majority of people who, who, who make a supremacy possible are not the monsters. In any of these supremacist movements, typically there's 5 to 10% of the population who are true believers. So in Nazi Germany in 1944, only 10% of the German population were actual active activist Nazis. In the Old South, only about 5 to 10% of the Democrats were actual and activist members of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, only about 5 to 10% of the people on the left today are actual and activist members of the woke supremacy. The others have simply been so fully steeped in, so fully surrounded by, and so denied the opportunity to hear any other point of view that they mindlessly go along. But a, but a small minority of people, if they are determined and know what they want, and they're absolutely determined to get it and will do anything to achieve that, they can impose their will on a much larger population who may disagree with them but are not focused on what they want and are not willing to do whatever is necessary to stop the determined minority. In, 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 indeed, and that's what, that's what history shows is that it really only takes – you know, I, I just said 10% of the German people, only 10% were actual Nazis. But in addition to those who oppose it but remain silent are those who simply have not given it a moment's thought. Because, again, this is simply what they've learned, whether it's in the madrasas from the time they're young, whether it was in Hitler schools, which then produced Hitler youth, or whether it's the, the, the people that are being produced now by the leftist education system and university. Uh, universities who, who who aren't 
either against it because they've thought it through or for it because they've thought it through, but actually have not given it any thought whatsoever. And there's a story I tell in my book, you know, when we, when we talk about the monsters, it's easy to dismiss them. Let's talk about one of the good guys. By all accounts, one of the nicest guys in the world. And, and I'll even throw in my handful of times that I've had interaction, as minor as it was. I will agree that Bruce Springsteen is the nicest guy in the world. Yet when he chose to write a song about what it was like to be born in the USA, he mindlessly repeated and quite literally amplified the anti-American propaganda of the woke supremacists. So he sings this line where he says, got in a little hometown jam, so they put a rifle in my hand. Send me off to a foreign land to go and kill the yellow man. In other words, America is this evil, horrible, racist society, so vile, so racist, that we would send our sons and daughters to die in the godforsaken jungles of Southeast Asia, half a world away, for no other reason than to kill people because of the color of their skin. What evil, horrible people we must be. The problem is, not only is Springsteen wrong, he's as wrong as wrong can be. It is diametrically opposed to the truth, and I'll prove that in a moment. But even more important than the fact that Springsteen was wrong was that clearly he did not feel the need to spend even a nanosecond researching the real cause of the Vietnam War. Because had he spent even a moment as ignorant of history as Springsteen may or may not be, he had to have known at least this, Greg. He had to have known that while it's absolutely true that the North Vietnamese had yellow skin, it is also absolutely true that so too did the people of South Vietnam with whom we were fighting and who we were dying to protect. See, so, why level did, one thinking. so why would he level such a vile charge against his fellow Americans? not even taking a moment to consider whether it's true or not, because he had been so steeped in, so fully surrounded by, so denied the opportunity to hear any other point of view, that even the obvious is beyond the folks who are now supporting. Even if they're not, I wouldn't call them a woke supremacist. And yet here he is repeating and amplifying the lies of the supremacy. And that's who we really have to be worried about. They're, they're not the monsters like Louis Farrakhan, we can identify them and defeat them. Uh, and it's, it's not even those of us on the other side who just don't have the courage to stand up. But it's the vast majority of good, smart, decent, loving, caring people like Bruce Springsteen who will accept and repeat the hateful narrative of the supremacy without giving it even a moment's thought. Perhaps a similar example uh, back last year, LeBron James, obviously one of the most famous basketball players in the country and probably the world. He says that the police are out there literally hunting down black men. Again, absolutely 180 degrees opposite the truth. But here, a man who has this kind of prominence and following says that. In addition, and then in addition to that, it is then. Then you go to a Springsteen concert and amplified there. Then you go to see a Jimmy Kimmel show and his jokes are all based on the same unthought through narrative of the supremacy. And then you watch Law and Order, an episode that has nothing whatsoever to and gratuitously were attacked. And it just keeps getting repeated and repeated and repeated without uh, without counterpoint because we have been fully disempowered and forever silenced. And the more they disempower us, the more they silence us, the more that becomes the only narrative that they've ever heard. The same thing happens in an Islamist society. The same thing happened in, in Nazi society. The same thing happens in a Marxist society. Because the woke movement is a supremacist movement. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding. The place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 Dancer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. 
If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California DRE ID number 1012658. Arizona MLO license number 0926439. Branch NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, Linda Forsyth is sitting in for Don Nix today, and we are pleased to have as our guest Evan Sayed, who is both a political comedian and a serious political commentator. We've been discussing his latest book, The Woke Supremacy. We talked a little bit about in the, in the last segment is that no one pushes back. They come through and say, America's systemically racist country. There are white supremacists everywhere. You're a white supremacist. And there's very little pushback. Same thing on global warming. We have to raise taxes and take away your freedom and take away your prosperity or we're all going to die. And they keep repeating this and no one pushes back with the truth. Um, There was a a family circus, that, that, that cartoon strip. And dad's about ready to offer the the kid a cookie. And he says, now, what's the magic word that you, you say to get what you want? And then he goes, racist. Yeah, what's, what's, what's significant about racist and all the other ists and phobias is, is that what they mean by racist and what they mean by homophobe, xenophobe, what they mean by all of these things is, is not actually that you have animus towards uh, uh, blacks or Asians or Hispanics or whomever. Um, it's indiscriminateness. The question that you have not asked me yet that uh, should be asked is, OK, we know what the supreme trait of Nazism was. It was Arianism. We know what the supreme trait of uh, Islamicism is, it's extreme devotion before 6th century Muhammad. What is the supreme trait of wokeism? And the answer to that, where all the others, because keep in mind, every supremacist movement has been a utopian movement, that once all the others have been fully disempowered and forever silenced, the others have, are the cause of every one of the world's ills. Every one of the world's wrongs has been caused by the other, whether it's the infidel, uh, whether it's, it was the Jews, whether it, once the others have been fully vanquished and forever silenced, only those of the supreme trait will be empowered, and thus the world will be paradise. So where all the other supremacist movements went wrong, according to the woke, is that they all declared something, a person, a family, a clan, a tribe, a race, a religion, a creed, a class, something to be better than everything else. And this in turn led to every ill the world has ever known from hurt feelings to holocausts. Well, the way they're going to create the perfect world is by going the other way. They have simply decreed that nothing is better than anything at all. No person, no religion, no form of governance, no familial construct, no gender, no uh, no body shape, no body size, nothing is allowed to be recognized as better than anything else. The supreme trait of wokeism is utter moral, intellectual, artistic, and scientific indiscriminateness. Those who then in turn discriminate are evil discriminators. That's what makes you a racist is not that, that you have animus towards any particular race or you think any particular race is supreme. It is simply the fact that you engage in discriminating thought that makes you an evil discriminator. The opposite of indiscriminateness is discrimination. Okay, but isn't part of wokeism this anti-white uh, prejudice and uh, what's the right, critical race theory that 
the, the problems again, the problems are all, you know, due to white people. If right. you're, particularly if you're a black person, the only reason that you haven't achieved what you want to achieve in life is because of white people. Okay. So for this, for the answer to this, and it's of course in the woke supremacy, but it was the purpose of my original book, the kindergarten of Eden, how the modern liberal thinks. And that, if, if you recall, Greg, and I'm sure you do was based on a lecture that I gave to the Heritage Foundation that you mentioned in, in the intro, which is by far and away the single most viewed lecture in their entire history. And when I gave that original talk, I started to receive emails by the thousands and thousands. And this phrase kept popping up time and again. You know what you have there, Evan? You've got the unified field theory of liberalism. Once you know what I say in that original talk, you understand everything about why such good, smart, decent, loving, caring people as our friends, our colleagues, our our family members on the left are, why it is they reject fact and reason and side only and always with everything that is evil, failed, and wrong. And so when I wrote the book based on that speech, The Kindergarten of Eden, How the Modern Liberal Thinks, I wrote it as if it were the, uh, the unified field theory of liberalism. There are four laws and three corollaries. It's the first two laws that are essential and answer your question here. The first, I'm going to give it to you how it's written in the book, and then I'm going to explain. The first law of my unified field theory of liberalism is that the modern liberal, that's anybody born after World War II, getting worse with each successive generation, those we now call the woke. The modern liberal was raised to believe that indiscriminateness is a moral imperative because its opposite is discrimination. In the 1980s, by no coincidence, when the first babies born after World War II, who became the children of the 60s, when they became the powers that be in education and academia, news and entertainment, technology, and now social communications, in the 1980s, thinking was outlawed. It was deemed by these new powers that be to be a hate crime. The thinking behind the outlawing of thinking is this. Anything that you believe, Greg, anything that you believe, Linda, anything that you believe, Dan, anything that anybody believes is going to have been so tainted by our personal prejudices. Prejudices we all have is simply being part of being human. Prejudices based on such things as the color of your skin, the nation of your ancestry, your height, your weight, your sex, and so on. Anything that you believe is going to have been so tainted by your personal prejudices that the only way not to be a bigot is to never think at all. Uh, That's the first law. And if you buy into that, if you recognize that, well, you would expect the the, the woke to sometimes be right, the indiscriminate, to sometimes be right, sometimes be wrong, but most of the time fall somewhere in the middle. And yet they don't. They invariably and inevitably side with that which is evil, failed, ugly, profane, and, and wrong. And the reason for that is the second law of the unified field theory of liberalism, which, again, I'm going to give it to you as written in the book, and then I'll explain Indiscriminateness of thought does not lead to indiscriminateness of belief. Indiscriminateness of thought leads invariably and inevitably to siding with evil over good, wrong over right, ugly over beautiful, profane over profound, and failure over success. Why? Because if nothing, if no culture, no person, no religion, no familial construct, no form of governance, if no body shape, no body size, no gender, if nothing is better than anything else, success is unjust. Why should a person, a religion, a nation, a culture, why should something succeed if it's not better than anything else? For the same reason, but just in the inverse, failure, as proved by nothing other than the fact that it has failed, serves as proof positive that somehow the failure has been victimized. And then simply by extension of success and failure is proof positive of injustice. Great success and great failure is proof positive of great injustice. And exceptional success and exceptional failure is all the proof the left, the, the, indiscriminate, the indiscriminate need to conclude that there was exceptional injustice. This is why, who do they hate first and foremost? All the things that are the most exceptionally good, whether it's God, whether it's the God of the Jews, or whether it's Jesus Christ whether it's Western civilization, whether it's America and Israel, how of all the nations in the world can they hate first and foremost America and this tiny liberal democracy of Israel? In fact, how can they single out of all the nations in the world to finish Hitler's work 
by strangling the Jews of Israel to death economically through boycotts, divestments, and sanctions of all the nations in the world. How did they pick this tiny liberal democracy of Israel? It's not because they're the worst nation. It's because they're the most exceptional nation with the one and only exception being Judeo-Christian America. So you see this, but certainly the people at the top, they're pushing this. They ain't giving up anything. They're not giving up their success. So the CEO of of Delta Airlines may condemn voter ID. That's racist. That's unfair. <laughs> but he ain't giving up his position and, and, and does not even note that, of course, you need a photo ID to get on one of his planes. Right. And, and, and indeed, that, that's always been true of, of supremacist movements. The Marxist leadership didn't give up their, their, their riches and their, and their summer homes and all these other things. Um, you know, you look at the Islamicist societies and, and you've got some of the people riching, living in the greatest, richest environment of all, the princes and the kings and, and whatnot. That's always been true of supremacist movements, that everybody's equally supreme, but we're even more supreme than the rest. We are out of time for this for this segment. Um, very quickly, your book, The Woke Supremacy, available wherever books are sold, including on Amazon. Um, anywhere else people can find your material. You can find all things Evan Sayet at Evan Sayet, E-V-A-N-S as in Sam, A-Y-E-T dot com. Well, thank you, Evan, for being on our show. I know you have, you have things you have to get to today. We could talk to you all day about this stuff, but um, you, know, you, you, you have a life to live. We don't, so we'll continue <laughs> with the show here after uh, these messages in the news. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and uh, Don Dix is off again this week. Uh, probably back in Belize house hunting there. You know, we all need a place to, uh, to retreat to, retreat to, given how things are going in the country. And uh, filling in for Don is uh, Linda Forsyth from Seavine News. You can find her work at c-vine.com. And we're talking to Evan Sayet in the first half hour about his new book, The Woke Supremacy, uh, which kind of encapsulates what's going on in the country and undermining every aspect of our culture and civilization. So I think it's kind of, and I read this, it's, it's a psychological warfare operation to keep everybody off balance. All the things that we've depended on to anchor us in society are under assault. Uh, this past week saw a particularly egregious example of this. There's a uh, rapper called Lil Nas, L- or Nas, N-A-S, uh, came out with these shoes, these Satan shoes that were supposedly uh, had, uh, had human blood in the soles. Uh, everyone thought that Nike because they're Nike, they're Nike, there are variations of Nike shoes that Nike was behind it. Now Nike denies it, and Nike is suing them for trademark infringement. Uh, what the truth is there, we may eventually find out. But you know, two years ago, a year ago, I mean, that, that, you, that you'd be selling 
Satan shoes, and then the the video that goes with this. Uh, it's just it, it's just horrendous. The guy is uh, he's uh, having he's getting sodomized by Satan in his video, and that's fine. That's 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 out there on YouTube. But uh, the activist Caitlin Bennett, who uh, emphasizes uh, Second Amendment rights, but she does other things. She ha- she has an interview with people on the beach about voter integrity, election integrity, and that her video is age-restricted on YouTube, but Lil Nas having sex with Satan, that's fine to you to over, at YouTube, over at the folks at YouTube, a.k.a. Google. And that's just one example of what's happening to our society and culture. I find Linda. it interesting that uh, Nike is uh, doing this lawsuit. I have a feeling there's a lot more behind this. Um, the blood in the shoes, by the way, is, I think there was they said it was a couple of drops of human blood and then the rest is red ink. Otherwise, it would get kind of clotty and you know, gross. But the thing is, Nike just now or I should say today came out with uh, their own brand of blood shoes. And it has nothing to do with little Nash. What it is, is uh, Nike shoes that have blood splattered all over it. But you can design how the blood splatters. And it is just, it's, it's horrific on what it, you know, how it looks. Uh, now, it isn't just Nike that's doing it. It's Vans. So Vans and Nike both are putting these shoes out now. And we're going to be displaying some pictures here to show you exactly uh, what it is that they're putting out, uh, you'd see one, you know, a typical loafer with uh, black and white checks that has blood splashed all over it. You see another white Nike with a Nike logo in red with blood splashed all over it. Uh, there's another one where it says on the back of it, sex cells with blood splashed all over it. Um, you know, it's it's horrific about what is going on. Why? Why go in this direction, number one? And number two, why obviously the Satanism behind it? And you know who they're helping uh, put this out there, do their marketing, the PR? Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. Yeah. Again, even, you know, even five years ago, it would have been unthinkable to see a major American company engaging in this kind of behavior. And it's... Uh, Ties right into what Evan said in our first half hours that liberals just will, we, we don't have standards. You inevitably choose evil over good, profane, the ugly, um, over anything to the contrary. And you see that. And uh, to what extent is, do these people, is it just dollars and cents? To Nike, to the folks at Nike, is this just dollars and cents? That you think you have this generation that's been raised on this stuff? And so you have to be, more outrageous, more titillating than what the previous guy did to get in a market. So you need your new fix of something that's, oh, I'm Satan. Oh, blood. Oh, yes. Wow. It's part of their indoctrination process. You think they're in this alone? Or is it more insidious? Is that it's part of the psychological warfare operation by the ruling class just to, to undermine all of the cultural supports and traditions of the country? So people are going, oh, I don't know what to do. I mean, I mean, you're getting battered. They're grooming our children. Way. They're grooming our children. Because look at the demographics of what this is. What age group mostly is this? And what area? They're grooming our children, and then so on and so on, generational. This is just the beginning. You think this is going to stop here? Where are they Where are they heading people's minds? What's next? What are they getting them used to? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that in the in the in the government run schools with the uh, with the triple X sex education to sex groom children into early sexual activity of, of any and all kinds. It's well, they even that. putting their thoughts behind it. It says um, we are all being groomed and it says truly those on the left. Can you honestly not see it? Or are they embracing this? Are they truly embracing this? Is this waking anyone up? 
Good question. I see. I think most of the people on their side, I, I analogize them to a school of fish. And you've seen a video of a school of fish is they all turn on cue one way, then they go the next way and the next way. And in a sense, I, I think that most of their rank and file are like that. They get on cue is, you know, five years ago, if you had said there are more than two genders and you can pick and choose your gender, they will look at you strange. Are you nuts? And now, if you don't agree with that, you're a hateful bigot who should be banned and fired from your job and put out of business. Or if you want to identify as being a kitty cat. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's an example of that. And there, there, was a real exa- there was a real example of that. There was actually, he, the guy was a fairly high function. He was like a high, during the daytime, he was a high functioning attorney in Orange County. But at night, he would go. He thought he was a cat, and he would go out and prowl around the neighborhood as a cat. Well, that's course, comforting, right? What type well, of law did he practice? <laughs> so, logically, what you should, you know, what you should do with him is he should surgically alter his ears into cat ears and surgically implant some whiskers on the guy. Maybe surgically attach a tail to the guy so he can be who he really is. But yet you dare not question his uh, choice, his preference. You respect it. You keep your mouth shut about it and you accept it without question or you are racist. Racist. You're transphobic. You're hateful. You need to be banned. You need to be fired. You And people, people just learn. Part of it is just to, is to teach the lesson that the safest and easiest course of action is to shut up. Well, you, that's you, what things got to change. If you're not, if you're not espousing the talking points of the day, and of course, even if you're espousing the talking points of the day, they, they, they go back and find something you said last week or last month or last year. That's now contrary to the talking points of the day. And aha, you now need to be banned. Yeah. Know the feeling. Um, and people got, <laughs> Yeah, I've had Facebook do that. I mean, not go back years, but go back months. And, you know, something that was past muster three months ago, all of a sudden, yeah, this not, this not, we've now determined this violates our community standards. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know we lost our uh, huge group that we had set up. A lot of people lost their stuff, especially right before the election. They, they wanted to shut everybody up. No more narrative other than their own. So what do we do about this? And, I, and I, we, didn't, we didn't have time to really to, ask, to talk to Evan about this, is how do, you, as how, as how do freedom-loving, America-loving, de- America-loving, decent-thinking people fight back against this stuff? And I think part of it, part of it has to be the, the courage to say no, to say the truth, to say two plus two is four. There are two genders. The, to say that the emperor is standing there stark naked. Well, actually, Evan said it uh, best by an article that he wrote uh, a couple of years ago called He Fights. And it's about Donald Trump. I don't want to you know, ruin it, uh, but I'll just give you a little couple of highlights. Uh, it starts out the first couple of sentences. My leftist friends, as well as many ardent never Trumpers, constantly ask me if I'm not bothered by Donald Trump's lack of decorum. They ask if I don't think his tweets are beneath the dignity of his office. Here's my answer. And then he goes into bringing out some incredible things that he does and what he's been doing that supersedes anything that's been in office ever. And he goes by point by point. And the bottom line is everyone loves him. Because he fights. So in answer to your question, we need to fight. It doesn't mean we have to necessarily become physical, but we fight. We stand up. We basically push back. You can go this far, but no further. This is it. We've had enough. Until it gets to that point, you really think they're going to slow down? Oh no, not at all. Um, they're gonna, they will keep pushing and fighting, and occasionally they, when they overreach and there's enough reaction, they step back. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. 
sorry, not, but they st- they pull back a little bit, but then they resume, but then they resume pushing. Um, now you and I are lucky is that we don't have the economic leverage against us that we can do what we want to do and say what we want to say. And we're fortunate to have this show on, on, uh, on Salem that lets us say what we want to say. But if I was, if I was working at a law firm, not for myself, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't be doing this. Um, maybe the same, you know, many corporations and businesses are such that you can, you get fired for off work, legal, expressing your opinion. Look what happened on January 6th when, uh, you know, uh, Trump was asking us to come rally at the Capitol. Uh, You know, we had a bunch of citizen journalists there and some of them were retired police officers and they were off duty. They, you know, or they were retired. Uh, You had nothing to do with it. It was just their history. They weren't even, a lot of them weren't even on the steps or did not go inside. Yet, if they had that history of being a police officer, they were contacted by the FBI. Now, what is that telling? I mean, there was another article out there, and you, um, I think you know which one I was telling about, and we can discuss this later is about becoming a police officer if you're a Christian. They want to ban that as a hate group that cannot become a police officer. Right. Thought control. You, 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 you're, certain thoughts are not allowed, and you're now either racist or extremist. Same thing is happening in the military. They're searching to expunge racists and extremists. And, of course, they get to be the sole definer of what those terms mean in, 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 any, in any given context. Let's pause here and hear from our sponsor, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, which starts first and foremost with being informed and not accepting Democrat Party and mainstream media narratives. Um, in fact, we have the, our show has the honor of, of being labeled an official source of dangerous misinformation. So tune in here to get your a weekly allotment of dangerous misinformation that could even make you um, start fulfilling the obligations of your most important political office. Well, one of the things that's coming up now is is uh, vaccine mandates. That was in the news. Supposedly, the Biden administration, of course, Joe Biden doesn't decide anything other than maybe what kind of cookies he has after nap time. Is a, a vaccine mandate, and we're seeing that overseas. And then they've one of the, they like to use private sector. So, well, the government's not making you do this. The government's not censoring you. It's just a private company. They can, do, of course, do what they want to. Um, so they want to force people to try to get to have these uh, have these va- have these vaccines. Um, I haven't had my vaccine. How about you, Linda? I'm not going to, and no, <laughs> and it's my choice, and it's going to stay my choice if I have anything to say about it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, what, what, but what, what happens when you can't go into any major store? You can't go into a restaurant. You can't fly. Well, that's without, where without, without we, your uh, without your vaccine passport. Yeah, that's what they're they're heading for. That's what they're trying for. And if we the people continue to keep our mouths shut, what's going to happen? So unless people just start raising their hand, saying, "Excuse me, it's my choice," uh, it, things like this are going to continue. You're going to have to get a, a vaccine passport, and like you said, you can't go shopping. You can't get out of your house. You can't live a life, and they and they'll wear you down eventually. It's not going to stop, 
even though you don't need a vaccine. Well, that's true. And even if this thing works, um, it's still experimental. So the usual course of a vaccine is they use a live or a weakened virus, and then the body makes antibodies to that virus and then makes you immune from that disease. This is something, this is something very, very different. It's, it modifies the RNA in the cell to then produce supposedly either a protein or something that's going to stop the coronavirus. Um, some of these max, I was reading an article that some of these companies were, were previously promoting this technology as gene therapy. And now they're going, oh, no, 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 no. It's not gene therapy because they, they want people to be more, be more accepting of and taking this. But it's still experimental. So if you're not at risk, if you're, you know, for, take it for like a child, which is at no risk of this disease. Why would, or if you're under 50, under 60, don't have any other health problems. Why would you be taking an experimental drug? That's a question that Dr. Simone Gold and many other physicians that have a long uh, laundry list of credentials behind them, utilizing the science, the science of proof that has been found not just by a couple things, but by utilizing data worldwide showing that hydroxychloroquine that has been out for the over the last 40 years and is FDA approved has very, very much not only prevented you from getting uh, uh, COVID, but also within 12 to 24 hours, if you do receive it, as long as you take it early on, will completely eradicate it out of your system. The science proves that. And if they had allowed this to happen, even distributed it um, like they are the vaccine, this isn't a vaccine, it's a preventative. If they had distributed this in your, uh, I don't know, coliseums, (laughs) uh, you know, all the different places that it could be distributed, we would have been long gone out of this. So people need to wake up what's happening on what they're trying to do. It's not. It's not COVID. That's the issue. Right. Uh, it's, it, it's not about your health. It's not a, it is not about your health. But, the, but, the, but this, bears, this bears emphasis that it was clear from the outset that hydroxychloroquine with a companion drug is effective. And the media, the... FDA, CDC, Democrat Party, and and the other countries, the equivalents that we have here, blocked access to this drug that could have saved thousands, maybe tens of thousands of lives from this disease. And they did it to gain, I think, for two reasons. One, economic. Uh, hydroxychloroquine is cheap. It's off patent. costs 60 cents a pill. Not much money to be made on it. And two, for political power, is you want to keep people frightened. And most important, you wanted to get Donald Trump out of office so you can resume the globalist agenda and business as usual in the swamp. So understand, our enemies chose to let people die for their economic and political benefit. Talking about crimes against humanity, it's not only that, but shutting down the world economy, shutting down businesses, businesses that people had in many, many years to build up. Things were going very well, shut everything down. So only the large corporations, can you see where this is headed? You go ahead and eradicate all the small businesses. What can they do with their food source? Let's think about that. If the only place that you can get food is in a large, like a Walmart or wherever, and you have to have a vaccine passport, and you have absolutely no other alternatives, and everybody's housed together in these uh, cities where you really don't have any place to plant your own food, in Nazi Germany, there was a 
period of time there that they confiscated all the food and the seeds and everything else, making it whatever they had to do to make people completely, totally, absolutely dependent on the government. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to groom us with that, with those stimulus checks. I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm still, I haven't gotten mine. I haven't uh, either. <laughs> <laughs> what they did, what they did, I mean, let's, let's come back to, to this hydroxychloroquine, is they, not only did they ban it for that use, but they censored any discussion of it. So a scientist, a doctor says, oh, yes, it really works. And you would think that they, that's, how, that's how science progresses. Uh, someone says, yes, it, yes, here's the reasons why, here's the evidence. And someone else may debate that and say, no, you're wrong because of this. They banned that. And they've seen the same thing now. Anyone that questions their vaccine on social media is banned. Why is that? Why? It's so good. You have to, you have to engage in censorship to get people to take it. And I don't trust these people. They, they, I do not trust them in any way, shape, or form. When they're pushing, there's, there's something going on when they want everyone to, oh, you have to get your vaccine, have to get your vaccine, have to get your vaccine. Really? Why? I'm not at risk for the disease. I'm, I mean, I, I actually have had it and had mild symptoms. But people that aren't at risk, there's something else going on here. There's a, well, there's a larger agenda. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's because they are considering of taking away our free choice. Just like with the mask, if you don't want to wear one, it should be a choice. I understand with the pandemic, but if anybody knows anything about medicine, the masks don't work on a virus. No. doesn't happen. Yeah, the, the evidence is clear that the mask mandates and the lockdowns have not affected the course of the virus where those things have occurred. Uh, We're out of time. Linda, thank you for filling in today. I appreciate that. And uh, tune in next point before we go. This underscores again the importance of fulfilling the obligations of that most important political office, that of private citizen. Tune in next week for another exciting edition. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 10126585, Arizona MLO license number 092643, Branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 092537, Equal Housing Opportunity. AM 590, the answer.